Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, a great dentist. Call and make an appointment now. 317-849-2933 is the number. Hit subscribe, punch, like, ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. The NBA draft lottery is tonight. This is the night where fans and teams learn whether during the draft they're going to be able to shop at Nordstrom or Kohl's. That's the way it works. This lottery it has been engineered to the point where no skullduggery is going to be tolerated. You've got representatives in the room looking at everything. All right, here's how it works. You've got 14 ping pong balls that go into a machine. They are mixed up for 20 seconds. They are drawn one at a time until you've got four. Then those four ping pong balls, they correspond with one of the 1,001 combinations that are available and have already been assigned to a team. That team will pick first in the NBA draft. Then they mix up the balls again for another 10 seconds, and they draw again. That team that has the slot corresponding to those four balls, that team will draft second. If the team that has already been chosen, or one of the teams already chosen, is chosen again, that is canceled. They put all the balls back in, and they mix them up again. So that's the way it works. What does this mean for the Indiana Pacers? You've got a 1% chance of the number one overall pick. You've got a 1.1% chance of the number two pick, a 1.4% chance of the number three pick, and a 1.5% chance of the number four pick. And, and then from five through 14, it's who's left. All right, so that's the way it works. You've got a media representative there, a league representatives there, and a representative from Ernst and Young there. So... That's how the thing works. What is at stake? The chance to go get Cade Cunningham as the number one overall pick from Oklahoma State. Really, really good. Six foot eight guy who can play one through four on both ends of the floor. He can shoot it. He can create. He can defend multiple spots. 
this is a guy who projects to be an all-star for a long time. You've got Evan Mobley out of USC. He's projected as a number two pick by many. You've got Jalen Green, number three, who is an incredible scorer, played for the G League Ignite team this past year. Jalen Suggs of Gonzaga is expected to be number four. This is being called by many one of the best drafts of the last 20 years. We'll see if that holds water. The Pacers have, like I said, I gave you the probabilities of choosing one through four. The odds of choosing 13th, 92.9%. The odds of choosing 14th in case the 14th team is elevated, 2.3%. Let's revisit, just for fun, one of the worst trades in the history of the NBA dealing with a draft and in dealing with the rights to a player who became one of the greats in the history of the league, if not the greatest player in the history of the league. In June of, 2000, or, uh, June of 1981, the Indiana Pacers traded their first-round pick from 1984 to the Portland Trail Blazers for a guy named Tom Owens, who played the following year for the Pacers, 81-82, played 74 games, and then he was shipped to Detroit for a second-round draft pick. That pick became Sam Bowie. All right, the number two pick in the 1984 draft because that's where the Pacers finished. They would have had the number two pick in 1984. They did not miss out on much in not getting Sam Bowie, but the guy chosen third by the Chicago Bulls wound up being Michael Jordan. That was a big mistake and really set a trajectory both for the Portland Trail Blazers and the Indiana Pacers as well as the Chicago Bulls, for goodness sake, in a completely different stratosphere. If the Pacers had held on to that pick and had not gotten covetous of Tom Owens, they could have gotten Michael Jordan at number two. And this city and that franchise forever different because of that selection. Would the Pacers be happier right now if they had the uh, roster of the Philadelphia 76ers? This is an interesting question that's being asked by many people because of Ben Simmons. A lot of people are saying... Sam Henke among them. Hey, you know what? A lot of people, a lot of teams, 26 or 27 of them, would swap rosters right now with Philadelphia 76ers, and I can't argue. Would it, even though you've got to take on the contract of Ben Simmons, knowing he can't shoot, you also get Joel Embiid. And Joel Embiid is a guy who can be a dominant force underneath in a way very few guys can in the NBA. Uh, if you're the Pacers, if you were Kevin Pritchard and you had the opportunity to swap man for man the entire roster of the Pacers for the entire roster of the 76ers, you'd do it in the blink of an eye, wouldn't you? And then you would hope that you had somebody who could teach Ben Simmons how to shoot because he can do everything else. Yes, he missed 48 of 73 foul shots in the playoffs this season. Making 25 of 73 is really, really bad. That is, that's passing on four points a game during this postseason. Four points a game, a four-point difference per game because you got a point guard who can't shoot free throws. And now they're talking about Ben Simmons right now is left-handed. They're talking about having him shoot right-handed. That's when you know it's lost. It's a lost cause. We are throwing out the entire possibility that he's going to be able to shoot with his dominant hand, even though he is, uh, by many reports, to be ambidextrous. Uh, Shooting left-handed is just not going to work. So we're going to change hands. What are they going to have him do next? Kick him in, for goodness sake? 
Ben Simmons is a guy you cannot win with because you can't have a point guard who shoots 34% from the line, despite the fact that he shot 60% from the line during the regular season. And that's kind of where he lives during the regular season or has lived through his four-year career in the NBA. So there you go. What do we know? Let's talk about Indiana basketball for a little bit. What do we know now about Mike Woodson that maybe we did not know when he was first hired? All right. Here's something that we know. He's going to be very simple in scheme. He is not going to complicate basketball. Mike Woodson sees basketball very, very simply. And that is a really good thing for the Indiana Hoosiers because they're coming off a period of more than a decade where they had head coaches that absolutely micromanaged and absolutely complicated stuff. Indiana, under Bob Knight, and then Mike Davis, they had a sign in the locker room that said, says, don't complicate winning. That's the first rule of basketball, man. Uh, If you can't shoot, you can't play. That's the second rule of basketball. But don't complicate things. It's a simple game. What you want to do is keep the other guys from putting the ball in the bucket, and you want to find a way to put the ball in the bucket. That's it. That's the whole game. Everything else is just, you know, kind of keeping plates spinning, right? It's kind of a juggling act, for goodness sake. It's about scoring the basketball and keeping the other guy from scoring the basketball. And you don't have to complicate things in order to do that. Overthinking and micromanagement is a thing of the past in Bloomington with Indiana basketball. That is a good thing for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's going to enhance your chance to win with the talent you've got. Number two, it's more fun to not be micromanaged. And so recruiting is going to take an uptick, as it has, and... The, so the level of talent in Bloomington is going to take an uptick as well. He is the perfect coach. Mike Woodson is the perfect coach in this age of free agency in college athletics. You've got college basketball players who are allowed one uh, transfer without any penalty in eligibility whatsoever. They are immediately eligible. You enter the portal, you come out the other end, you go to another school, you're immediately eligible. That rule is going to benefit Indiana disproportionately because Mike Woodson is the coach. What Mike Woodson is going to say is, you know what, you come here, we're going to let you play basketball, we're going to teach you how to get to the NBA. You want to come here? Okay, good. That's Indiana basketball under Mike Woodson. That's recruiting, and that's what's going to resonate. We're going to take good care of your kid. We're going to allow your kid to reach his potential if he works hard enough And we're not going to get in the way of winning or your kid's development. All right? So come to Indiana, play basketball here, and put yourself in a position where you got a chance to go play in the NBA. I'm elite. I've been a coach in in the NBA for more than 20 years. I know how to get there. I know how to get guys so they can stay there. Trust me. That's going to resonate with parents. It's going to resonate with kids. I can't wait to see what happens with Indiana basketball under Mike Woodson. I I think that it is going to be such a breath of fresh air to see Mike Woodson sitting, watching games, assessing the play of his team, rather than pacing and clapping and sweating on the sidelines as the last two coaches did. Let's talk about the Chicago Cubs for a minute. The Chicago Cubs have got decisions, right? You've got uh, Jed Hoyer as the team president, who's got to decide what he's going to do with Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, and Javi Baez. These three guys are going to be free agents unless they sign 
extensions at some point during the season. And why would they do that? Why on earth would they do that? From a business perspective, it makes no sense whatsoever. And last night, you saw the reason that I think that Javi Baez is going to be the first guy dealt. Because Javi forgot how to count to two. He, he skipped right over one and went to two. One out, bottom of the fourth, Anthony Rizzo at the plate. He hits a routine fly ball to left. Left fielder catches the ball, looks around, looks baffled. I thought it was because maybe Javi was tagging at first and going to second. No, it's because Javi forgot that there was only one out and had gotten to the point where he had almost rounded third base. So the left fielder looked up, threw it to the shortstop, who kind of ran it over to first for the double play. You cannot forget how many outs there are. You cannot be that level of brain dead. I love Javi Baez. All right? Uh, swinging and missing at sliders low and away notwithstanding. This is a guy who figures out baseball, and he plays at baseball. He hustles at baseball. And last night, he showed that he's just not plugged in to what the Cubs are doing, despite the fact that last night they were tied for first place in the National League Central and continue to be, despite the fact that they lost last night 4 nothing. They play the Indians again tonight. The last... Nine games. The Cubs have scored 16 runs. You can't squander base runners or opportunities to score runs if you're the Cubs. You can't do it. Javi Baez, to me, last night, he went dormant upstairs, and that dormancy is going to cause him to be the first uh, to go from the Cubs as they restock their farm system and try to look toward maybe 2025 as a time where they can be dominant in the National League Central again. Because if the Cubs wanted to win this year, there's no way they let go of Hugh Darvish. Hugh Darvish is having a terrific year for the Padres. He would be having a terrific year for the Cubs if the Cubs hadn't traded him already for draft picks. And the Cubs at this point with Hugh Darvish would be favorites to win the National League Central. And if you can go Hugh Darvish twice during a series in the playoffs, you got a hell of a chance to win that series. They The Cubs decided when they traded you Darvish, that they were plotting toward a future of, of competence and of championship-level baseball. And I think that they're going to stick to that plan and they're going to deal guys come July, but I think that Javi Baez winds up being the first. David Ross did the right thing. He benched Baez for the rest of the game. So there you go. Said, you know what, that's enough of this. And so let's pull this guy. He said, God bless David Ross for not airing his dirty laundry in the media. He, he said it was about giving him rest and kind of unplugging him for a bit. And obviously he's mentally fatigued or he wouldn't have forgotten how many outs there were. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's just tired of this crap. He's tired of Anthony Rizzo a couple of days ago getting picked off twice. He's tired of Javi Baez forgetting how many outs there are. No. It, look, Chicago baseball fans aren't that stupid. And they are not going to root for a team where the players don't understand the very basics of the game. And so Javi Baez has got to go. Again, I love him. I never thought that I would see tagging as a skill set that was to be coveted. But the way he tags guys, absolutely crucial to the Cubs being as good as they are defensively. He makes plays occasionally that win you games. Last night, he made a play that might have cost you a game. And you can't tolerate that. You can't have 25 guys on a roster, right, 
who, who see rules being assessed in one way for some and not for others. You have to, you have to assert rules with equanimity across the roster, and if you don't, you wind up with what the Cubs have got. And, and that's a team where people are just checked out meddling. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning, bright and early. I cannot wait to talk to you then. Fantastic stuff uh, coming about the Colts. By the way, news about the Colts. Uh, Grand Park, they're going to practice twice against Carolina Panthers. We kind of knew that the Thursday and Friday before the Sunday preseason opener at Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, Can't wait to see this Colts team in action in the regular season, the preseason I could live without. But I'm looking forward to seeing them out at Grant Park. We'll talk about that tomorrow morning. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.